You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're talking about Stephen King's directorial debut, Maximum Overdrive. You no trouble. Me, Fifth You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast. We're your host. I'm Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jeremy Vinson. Sorta of here with you. And Mr. Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? And Mr. Nate Reisman. Oh, hey. How's it going, Nate? Hey. It's going well. <laughs> and uh, since this is the Movie Crew Podcast, Nate, why don't you tell us a little bit what you do in the movie business? Well, I am an audio engineer, so I hear everything and mix everything. There you go. And that's literally all I do. I'm either sitting behind a mixer on set or sitting behind a keyboard. You're making it sound really exciting there. <laughs> I am the audio guy, so how exciting can I get? Well, I want that job. That's a good job. Actually, you know, sound is the most important thing in the film world. People don't really see that. But the problem with it is, is you have all these, like, 30 people working on the image, you know, yeah. and what's happening. And you I got one so. guy doing sound. Well, you know, it's great. You know, they can spend two hours on lighting, but stand for 30 seconds for room tone. Hold for sound, everybody. God damn it, really? Oh, my. <laughs> Fucking sound department. I mean, you, can, you can put a movie room out with crappy-looking video, but if it sounds good... It's amazing. People will buy it. It's, so, remember, in your budget, Player it's, worth, <laughs> it's worth hiring a good sound guy. Oh, My yeah. name is Nate Reisman. You can, you can call me at 765 area code. If you want to contact Nate, drop us an email at themoviecrewpod at gmail.com. We'll make sure that he gets in your film. Uh, and you also have a uh, you also co-host a podcast. I as do well. co-host a podcast. Yeah, our podcast is called You Can See Me in the Dark. It's a uh, ghost story podcast that Ooh. comes out every October. Ooh, yeah, look at that. It's timely for yes. yeah. ghost stories. Yeah, it's almost coming out. Man. Season two, season two. Was yeah. it? That's on uh, iTunes. It's on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you, you listen to podcasts. It will be there. Why, why does that sound like the same thing we say? Oh it's God. the same thing everybody says, man. It's a standard, <laughs> like you know, just be find like, us anywhere else. Like, podcasts are found. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, you can only find us on YouTube. Um, really, really. But you have to pay very for niche. it. <laughs> <laughs> very <laughs> YouTube red. Yeah. <laughs> Patreon subscribers. When do we get to that level, Brian? 
Uh, never, man. I don't want to ever have to put up with that bullshit. I'll take care of it. Uh, well, <laughs> if you do, and I have to do absolutely nothing, yeah, okay. Okay. All right. Deal. All right. You, you work on that. All right. If you want to join us on our Patreon, go over to patreon.com forward slash movie crew pod. That's patreon.com forward slash movie crew pod. does not exist yet, but it will one day. Oh, my goodness. I don't have a pencil. You might want to go ahead and record a couple versions so you get the name right. (laughs) Patreon.com. That's what I imagine the truck in this movie sounds like inside of its head. Inside the Green Goblin head, it's like... How the fuck did they get the Green Goblin image on that fucking truck? I think that Marvel at the time, Sony, I don't think Sony owned them at the time, but Marvel's like, we need fucking money. Uh, yeah, I guess this was during the uh, yeah yeah the bad years. Stanley's like by whatever means, by whatever means possible, you bring money in here, true believers. <laughs> Excelsior! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Rest in peace, Stanley. Oh man, man. Hmm. Well, this took a, a dark turn real quick. Eh, he's dead. It's okay. How about the it- truck full of pencils? Was there a truck? There was there was toilet Bic. paper. Uh, I saw the toilet Bic. paper. Oh yeah, isn't Bic B I C the Bic truck? Yeah, they're don't like they pens. make pencils? Pencils, pens and oh, pencils. Yeah. Pens. yeah, Big Pen. Or, or a lighter. It could, be, it could be a lighter, right? <laughs> yeah, don't they? Like, oh, big light. Oh, you're right. Lighters. Lighters. Oh, they make That's everything. funny because it, it, it's a lighter. It's a lighter truck. Okay, and then there is a uh, a rolling paper tops 1.5 rolling paper truck. <laughs> it is so fucking funny. <laughs> like right when the, all the vapors and shit start happening and it becomes night, they, 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 there's a great shot of it like rolling right by. It's like yeah, those night shots with that green sky. Yeah, man. But they chose to use the green sky only in the certain shots. Well, it's it only at it night. You can't it see it during the day. Yeah, but even on the night shots, Broke. you know. <laughs> it's not the entire sky. It's, it's just our, the fluorescent sky. Yeah. And it's it's our only indicator that something's going on. You know, th- oh, this is why this is happening. Which well, I, no, there's a title card in the well, beginning. I was about Come to on. say that. I think that they that, that that's completely superfluous, the the opening title card. Just don't don't do that and just well, let, let because the actors explain it. Well, hell, if we just, if we survive eight more days, we're going to make it out of here, boy. They do explain it, and they do have that uh, newspaper headline. With all the title cards, I thought it was a silent film. <laughs> <laughs> you would, sound guy. You would. <laughs> Don't even get me started on the sound of this movie. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, man, you didn't like all those trucks uh, revving over and over again? Some of them sound like dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. They gave them the so how many times did they repeat the same rev? Oh, gosh. Don't even... I almost got a pencil out. <laughs> or a pen. Or a pen. A big pen. A big pen, a big yeah. Pen, yeah. Gotta stay on. It ran out of ink. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, here we are. Stephen King. Directorial debut, guys. How do you think he did? Terrible. <sighs> Come on, guys. I, um, I heard just, he was I'm a writing him. <laughs> okay. He did call this a moron movie. Well, uh, he to be fair, he was highly coked up. And, That's what he says. Yeah. and Those are his words. And... He made really good friends with uh, Dino De Laurentiis. And when you have people in power... A crazy Italian producer. A crazy Italian producer. Is this just like, fuck it. Let's do it. You know, you do that, man. I mean, hell, why not? I would do it, too. Whose company wants ridiculous amounts of money for rights? Hey, man, they're all about making money. The Mist is a film we've covered. Yes. Very similar to this movie. Very similar. Siege movie. Yep. Crazy stuff happening outside. Everybody's inside. They get rushed right? back into into this place. They could come out and they get pushed right back in. Yeah. S- same thing as The Mist. But you know what The Mist had that this film didn't? Conflict inside the fucking goddamn building. Right. With people. And more people died in The Mist for some reason. There is, like, no internal, like, w- like where's the, like, Night of the Living Dead trope with, like, the guy inside the house that's, like, an asshole well, and causes the, the a problem? The only real and... big asshole kind of gets 
taken out really quickly. Yeah, like the uh, the asshole, like uh, Bible Bible salesman. Well, yeah, there's him, and then there's the the Bubba. Bubba, right? And he's he's got all the, the fucking weapons down in the the basement. And everything you think that's going to be a problem, and it's like, oh no, you found it. And he gets mad at some guy from the keys, and then he's dead. Yeah, it's like what. What was the point of setting his character? What was he in the fucking movie for? Because he had all people to kill. Yeah. Because it was kind of like uh, it was. It was a reason for um, uh, Emilio Estevez to kind of stand up because it puts his character into place. It's kind of like where you're setting. You know, he had to overcome. He's like basically like fuck you. I'm I'm gonna bust your mouth or whatever. I know, man. I'm sick of cooking these sloppy eggs. It's from a writer. Like, damn, dude, come on, give me a little story here, just a little bit. <laughs> Throw me a fucking bone. It is weird that he he's a he's like a horror direct, uh, like you know writer, but he comes out with this, and it's not really scary. No, it's not. It's not scary at all. It's a different Wait. art. They're writing screenplays and novels. Was this supposed to be a horror film? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. It was I definitely. thought it was a comedy because oh. <laughs> I, I didn't like. I like to go into films very cold. I don't watch trailers. I don't read anything about it. And I, it, I it, thought like sweet, we're going to be talking about a comedy. It's I'm perfect. saying this is in the top five most unintentional comedies up there with Grizzly Man and um, <laughs> Grizzly Man. What the fuck? For real? The Revenant. The re- uh, No, come on, bro. <laughs> What was it? We, we watched one. We talked about Terminator one. 3. Al, Alan Quartermain in the City of Lost Gold. No. I, I would, I would yeah, put okay, that up yeah. there. That's that kind of be the same vibe. It could be there. Of yeah. movies that we've talked about on the show. That's Africa! I love that at the end of that movie. <laughs> the Phantom Menace. <laughs> that was just a joke at, overall. Yeah. yeah. Just a practical joke. Yeah. Practical it's not a comedy. Joke. It's just a practical <laughs> joke. And he's still at home laughing. Yeah. He's like, I can't believe people all saw that. Money. <laughs> Him and Spielberg are watching yeah. it in his little private room, the real episode like, one. That time we like we like trolled the entire world. <laughs> Wonder if they would have liked this version. I thought it also was going to be like an intro to the Mighty Ducks when I first saw. You know <laughs> what? Oh, because Emilio Estevez. Yeah, ducks, I just ducks, was like, ducks, wow. ducks. It was his only like trilogy he was ever in. <laughs> Okay, so uh, well, let me tell you what went through my head when I first saw him on screen. I seriously was like, "Oh, it's the guy from Mighty Ducks," and it was like, "Oh, he was also in Breakfast Club." So where does this fall? He, right, right like, before or after Repo Man. Uh, no, right literally, before. you have Mighty Ducks and Breakfast Club as the star. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of sandwiched. Yeah, it's kind of sandwiched in between there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this is uh, what is this? 86? 86. 86. 86. You know yeah. how old I was in '86? How old? Well, depending on what month, I was zero. In one second. Yeah. Nice. Or one. I was born in 86, so I was like, oh, this movie go. is your birthright. Man. <laughs> this came out. This, this and Quicksilver. Is... Quicksilver. I was born to this movie. Oh, Quicksilver. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Emilio, uh, we just did uh, Apocalypse Now, and it has uh, Emilio Estevez's dad in yes. that. Martin Sheen. And, Mar- and, and uh, he looks a lot like Martin Sheen in this movie. And he even yes. makes a napalm reference, which I thought was amazing. Well, they uh, they even play right of the Valkyries, uh, the airplane that starts coming. So in. I was yeah. like, "Oh, that's really cool. I'm glad they did that." Yeah, there those are some nice little touches there. Yeah, I, I mean, what, what do you guys think about this movie? Like, well, okay, so <clears throat> I'd never seen it before yesterday, 
Oh, really? Really. really. I'm the same way. I've never even heard of it. Well, I'd heard of it. Well, you were born in 1986. But still, I mean, like, guys, like all the internet clips, like the, the kid getting run over with the steam, uh, well, steamroller. I've seen that and... kind of stuff, but I never, like, watched the movie. Okay. So I right. watched yeah. it I watched yeah. it the other day, and then I watched it again today. And I'm going to tell you that on the second viewing, I liked, I liked it a lot more. And I was able to kind of, like, um, it's kind of like you go in with a preconceived notion. And you're like, eh, this is going to be terrible. And so like, I ended up watching it, and I was like, all right, that was kind of cool. And then went back and watched it again, and I started like watching it. And you're actually pulling – you can see how the story is going. You can see how they're trying to build things. So it's, it's not – it's really well made for what it is. You know what I mean? It's, it's like they really did try. Yeah, they did try. Yeah. And, and I'm, yeah, I'm sure he had a really good crew. I mean, I, th- I think that was the whole point. It was like Dino De Laurentiis like, pulls people – you know, like what? What in the uh, what in the DP? The crew was all from Italy. Yeah, yeah. Like he he he. he his camera department. He goes over and he finds somebody who's really good over there and like pays them way cheaper and brings them over because they don't have to. He didn't have to follow the union rules. Yeah. So it, it's really smart. Which brings me to our our poor DP. Um, oh man, you're gonna bring this up? Well, of course you can't do a podcast about this movie and not bring this up. This is a fucked up incident. Right. I'd like to. You probably know more about it than I do. Uh, I just kind of yeah. read that it happened. Yeah. But, but you you tend to deep dive. Um. But. <laughs> There, there's this really cool uh, scene where uh, the kid is like walking. Where, where's the kid going? He's he's like on his bike and he goes he's trying to go to the gas station. I thought he was going dad. home. Yeah, yeah, or that. Too. And for some reason, all the uh, the sprinklers are pulled all the way out to the end of the street. It's kind of like if the sprinklers were to walk all the way to the end of their line where they can't go any farther. And then as he drive, as he goes down the street, they all start coming on. You know, that's right. And then he starts Time seeing music. He starts seeing dead bodies and all these crazy shit. Uh, and then there is a um, a small green lawnmower that's covered in blood, and uh, it ends up like going after him. But apparently, uh, the director insisted that yep. the uh, <laughs> that that the uh, that the lawnmower uh, had the blade. And the DP is telling him like, "No, you, you can't see the blade in the shot. We don't need it." <laughs> well, anyways, uh, so the uh, the lawnmower was radio controlled, and apparently it kind of uh, bucked and got uh, got away from him, and it hit the platform that the camera was on, flipped over, and sent a piece of wood straight up into the DP's eye. Holy! Wow. And it fucked his eye up for life. Yeah, he he. Well, he's blind in that eye. He lost that yeah, eye. Yeah. I think it was his right eye. Imagine that DP losing your eye. That that that's kind of like a, you know. A doctor losing their hands, or is he going to be um, like? Well, now I can't even read your books. He, he sued. He sued. <laughs> he sued this production company uh, for like millions of dollars. And yeah, well, it was it was settled out of court. I, he was going for fifteen million. Um, but I mean, he's a fucking DP. That's like how he fucking you know. Makes yeah, you, you fucked my job. career up. Yeah. like you, you think someone's going to hire a DP with only fucking one eye? No depth. Of perception? Talk about that. Like, that was like that's your that movie's your last. Movie. I think he did other stuff. He did a couple more, but not yeah. that many, man. Yeah, it's kind of like the drummer for Def Leppard. Yeah, yeah, one arm. But he he was rocking it after though. Well, you know, the band's just like, eh, we'll let you we'll play. let you play. We got backup tracks and shit. Never has to close his eye when he goes to look in the in the eyepiece in the camera. It's the wrong eye, man. He's got to like be over here like this. Now he can't like look oh, look around. Shit. Yeah, there, there's right. a thing about when you when you're working an, uh, an an EVF is when you put your right, your right eye in there. Then you have to keep your left eye open too, a little bit, because you need to see what the hell's going on around you. So you don't get busted in the head or like you know run over something. So you got to kind of like be dual eyed. Well, he he's not going to be able to do that. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. He lost his job. Give that man fifteen million dollars. Oh, that sucks, dude. Fifteen million back then, man, that would be nice. Yeah, he probably only made five million or something. Fifteen million now would be nice. I would like that. Yeah, I'd take fifteen. Period. Fifteen dollars. Yeah. Right here. 
See me after the show. No. <laughs> if, you, if we're going to trade an eyeball for uh, money, it needs to be more I didn't than 15 I trade. Dollars. I just said I would take $15. <laughs> That's not the scenario we're talking about, Vince. You, you get you pay attention me, to the words, Brian. You, you wouldn't let we, me stand your eye out for $15 million, $15 million? Is that worth an eye for you? No. No. I need my eyes, man. What if I was like, okay, I'm just going to knock you out. You, you won't feel it. You're just going to wake up and I have an eye. I give a on. fuck, dude. No, <laughs> I want you my have $15 million. No, I want both of them. You can probably buy a new eye for $15 million. No. <laughs> why, why are you giving me $15 million for my eye if I can buy it? No. I know what's going on. This is a scam. <laughs> this is a pyramid eye scam. <laughs> Your bullshit meter just went like that. <laughs> I do want to say uh, this was shot in Wilmington, North Carolina. Dealer, dealer, uh, Dino DeLiorentis. He, uh, he kind of like started uh, Wilmington as a production of. And I, I kind of grew up near that area in Virginia and everything. And, man, I, it, he blew that area up. It was huge, and now it's completely gone, and everybody moved to uh, to Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. Yeah. It's kind of a shame. But there's some cool studios What all did he shoot down there? Oh, they shot Firestarter there, Cat's Eye. Um, oh, the Stephen King stuff. I'm trying to, yeah, what are the other <laughs> Stephen King movies? Uh, uh, Silver, Silver Bullet. Bullet yeah. yeah, that was shot down there. And then, like, later in the 90s, they shot a bunch of those, like, uh, slasher films. Uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer was shot there. Nice. Yeah. I've Gone. never seen that movie. What? You're not missing what? much, man. <laughs> not any of them. But there were several sequels, but i never seen a single one. I really know what you did last summer. Now I really, really know. <laughs> I'll always know what you did last summer. Well, then, in the damn. prequel, what did you do last summer? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh. I like the way that this movie opens up with uh, a, 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 a d- immediate cameo with the uh, with the director writer. Honey, this machine <laughs> just called me an asshole. He says, "This machine called me an asshole." He says it's so weird. <laughs> I like how he's got to bring up the little uh, the little visor on you his glasses. You can see the bounce card in it too. It bugs me. Well, you know, what are you gonna do? Not put the bounce card right. There. You know. He wasn't watching the monitor. <laughs> I bet a lot of this movie he wasn't watching the monitor, Jeremy. Be surprised if he even knew it was there. He's like, wait. <laughs> I could have watched I this. like watching it from this angle. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's not even on any of the behind the scenes for this. I mean, like, he says he can't fucking remember making this movie at all. He was, he was like, in the back, like, doing rails. Mr. King, you need it on set. Just fucking roll the camera. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, could you imagine? Is that why there weren't any trains in this movie? <laughs> That's a good point. There were no trains <laughs> this in this movie. This movie went off the rails. Oh. <laughs> there was a train signal, which I thought was going to play more into effect hey, But later. it did just like when they walked by it, it kind of came on for a second. Blink, blink, blinking. Yeah. That was mm. the beginning. This is all I do. <laughs> Can you imagine doing so much coke that you can't remember writing Cujo or making a movie? No. Some good blow. And. <laughs> I, man, yeah. Should we so try like, it? At your desk one day. <laughs> Here, actually, guys, it's going to be a Stephen King weekend. Actually, Let's actually, go. Bro, man, this is Stephen really King good. month, actually. Uh, so, yeah. Stephen King. So we're going to be blown out the entire the entire month of October. We'll just make a documentary, like, supersize me, only it'll, it'll be coke. Have to, have to blur out half the movie. <laughs> oh, man. Emilio Estevez did look like he was stoned in uh, a majority of the shots of the He's film. He's very no, sweaty. That's his acting style. Hot, yeah. I don't know, man. His eyes were like straight up like bloodshot well, a couple times. He was like, hey. at the, there was one shot at the very end where I don't remember what exactly it was, but yeah, the, he was totally bloodshot. I could barely understand what he was saying half the time. 
He was, was like, like going back to his trailer, going, "Man, keeping up with this writer dude is insane." Yeah. It's like I got a great <laughs> idea. I'm gonna whisper all my lines, and everyone. Steven's I'm like, to, "Do it." To channel my dad. Everything has to be in this tone. I've got to stop oh. this fucking truck. Got to smoke a joint just to come down from all those rails. He's <laughs> <laughs> like shaking in the corner. It's all hot and sweaty. It's so scary. <laughs> so, okay. They established very early that you can kill these trucks with uh, this rocket launcher that this guy has. Oh, he, yeah. he, like, shoots from the hip. Dude, they all shoot. None of them <laughs> hate that motherfucker. They're nobody they just in shoot <laughs> They just, like, point, point and shoot right from the hip. Like, Direct hit. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. It's amazing. The, when the girl picked it up, it wasn't even loaded. It wasn't even it loaded. It's fine. I know. That, that was like, what the fuck? It's How like, did they load it? Man. After she went her second... <laughs> Like, uh, <laughs> we made you, we made them, how could you? Like, freaking out. Oh, man, that was the most over-the-top acting I think I have ever fucking seen <laughs> well, the first seen time the camera life. guy was just trying to keep her in the shot, and he's, like, bouncing up and down with her. Well, yeah, dude, you see her? Like, I mean, you can't even play the audio to do it justice. Like, she's, her hands are huge. She's, like, just, she's having a heart attack while performing. Yeah. Stephen King's like, go big or go home. <laughs> Oh my god. She probably slept with him the night before and was like, I'll put you in. <laughs> all right, all right. Actually, she probably was his dealer. That could be it. That, that could be it. But uh but anyways, uh so at the very end of the movie, uh spoiler, they end up shooting the uh, the goblin king <laughs> truck <laughs> and with with the rocket launcher. So if yeah. the guy had that many rockets already in his arsenal, when they were just doing the, you know, what is that, the, the, uh, the standoff? Oh, and they're circling? They're circling around. Just get up on the roof like tremors and just bring up that whole, like, gross of damn rockets and just pick them off one by one. Why didn't they just do that, man? Brian? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, the movie would be ten minutes long. It's, 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 it's like the script didn't say, hey. <laughs> it's like in Lord of the Rings. At the very beginning, they're like, well, I got some eagle friends. Fuck you. We're walking. Man. <laughs> That's the hizzy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the how it should have ended. Yeah, it. no, it's just like what the fuck, man? The Eagles. <laughs> and there's a lot of things in this movie that don't make a lot of sense, Jared. I fucking hate the Eagles, man. Um, <laughs> was yeah. that a quote from the movie? No, that was a quote from uh, Big Lebowski. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the Eagles? Fuck you. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, there's a lot of things that don't make sense. Um, like. What kind of machines are actually being taken over here? Is it all machines except for cars? Well, it, it doesn't seem like <laughs> other things can explode, like the like the uh, the um, record machine, the um, wow, yeah. jukebox. You know, yeah, it, the radio. It, it, the, it explodes the radio. Uh, the lights can dim on and off uh, for some reason. Faucets and like knobs and shit can be turned. Yeah, all the trucks apparently can move their mirrors, like Herbie the Love Bug, <laughs> or like he's like he's got a servo. <laughs> For some reason, that was weird that Which they did the truck odd. POVs. Yeah, it's like they're like they're watching. Yeah, especially the one shot where it's inside the cab, which is like the perspective of a fucking human driver. Well, you're inside their brain. I, I would figure the engine would be the brain, right? I mean, like if the machine was taken over, if the windows are the eyes to the soul, <laughs> then the cab of the truck is the brain. Of the truck. I mean... Uh, I mean, the, you would say maybe that the engine is the heart. <laughs> yeah, Did you just central, write a movie? Central nervous system of the automobile. Oh, wow. Uh, I don't have a response to that, man. I don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I'll, I'll let the truck POV go. go. Yeah. All right. I'm just saying that they're like, how, would it, how do we make this interesting? 
Yeah. That one truck's even got to move the mirror to see that chick's ass. Yeah. When she's walking away. It's, it's like, nice oh, ass. Let me get a cute chick of that human ass out. So, yeah. What about guns being taken over? What the fuck is up with that? It's mechanical. It's mechanical, yeah. Yeah, but why are... Yeah, oh, but then why didn't the whole basement full of our... Right? Start shooting off. No, don't the, ask questions now. Or the rocket. Or, like, for some reason, cars, like we said, cars don't work. Yeah. Or boats at the very end, the boat. Yeah, I, 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 was, I was so hoping at the end of the movie that the boat, and it just, like, does a nosedive and just takes them underwater. <laughs> okay. So they did a TV remake of this called Trucks. And this is based off of a Stephen King short story called Trucks. Trucks. In Night Shift. Trucks. At the end of the TV movie, a helicopter comes and picks him up, and the dumbasses just get into the helicopter like it's no big thing. <laughs> and of course, you know it's going to be like, there's no pilot, and it's like the last shot. They look around and it's like, oh, it's unmanned. Dun dun dun. It just nosedives into the ocean. No, it just it goes off and it fades to black. It's just like, oh, yeah, it's a Pixar movie. <laughs> Made by Pixar. And then the toys are like... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> They've already done cars and planes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Trucks. Right. Trucks. Trucks. <laughs> See? And then the windows are eyes. Oh, two, two lamps. Bro. Can they you imagine mirror. if Mater showed up in the middle? You know? Like, uh... What's, <laughs> hey, y'all! <laughs> fucking voices Mater. Who's that fucking... Uh, that's Larry the Cable Guy. Get her done! Get her done! Just running over, motherfuckers. He's smiling with those big teeth. <laughs> so, okay, I got this now. So, all right, Maximum Overdrive is the prequel to Cars. Makes sense. Yeah. Cars weren't in Maximum Overdrive, so. Yeah. This one's called yeah. Tracks. Yeah. Hey, you know, it makes about as much sense as, as this movie does, so. <laughs> Whatever. Rules, man, they're important when you're building your universe. That's not true because this movie breaks its own rules. I know, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. what, rule, what rules did they break? Well, it seems like they just, they, it's like you kind of define what rules did they have. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That is the that's question. a good point. If you're kind gonna, of part of the problem of the movie is doesn't really it, establish anything. It just seems like anything's fair game as long as it can possibly serve moving the story story forward, even though if it doesn't make sense at all. Because why why trucks? Why apparently uh, little radio controlled cars has a really gnarly shot of a dog dead with a police car up his mouth. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it would have been better if it was a Saint Bernard or. Uh... Um, but so things like that, um, but not not every vehicle. I don't know. Like like, Maybe the, like it's they're really the annoying vehicles couple. that had a dark past. They weren't treated right. Well, I, I, I was thinking. Well, it's it's <laughs> that would possibly only make sense if this was the, an isolated thing over vehicles. Yeah, yeah. No wonder it's trucks. Everyone's doing shit in trucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, trucks make the economy move. It may be just a, a statement on that, you know, with the with all the big brand names. What Stephen King? Trying if it to was make limited a, to just trucks, that would make sense, right? Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, but like I said, if it was just limited to just one area, like it's kind of like there's been an outbreak in this area, but it was like the whole world. So it doesn't make sense that the really annoying uh, newlywed couple coming in who look like they're straight out of a Haley Joel Osment's family. Um, <laughs> it's Lisa Simpson, man. It is Lisa Simpson. Uh, and she even says, eat my sh-. The other woman says, eat my shorts. Yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of weird. I, I guess that would have been a breakfast club uh, thing at that point, right? Because uh, Simpsons went sh- out. Yeah. No, Simpsons totally not out yet. Yeah, so that was a breakfast club reference. Cause Did, they say that? Did they say that? Yeah. There was time when the Simpsons weren't out. What? I don't know how to feel. I what don't know what to think. What are the, what's the Simpsons? <laughs> You're not leaving until you watch all 40 seasons. <laughs> Brian, he's sleeping over. Whoa. <laughs> Hope you brought a suitcase. <laughs> Change of clothes. You're like, you're like, honey, 
We have a guest. <laughs> He's going to be staying in the spare room. For a couple of months. Maybe a year. I don't know. Well, <laughs> what season are you on? <laughs> Go back in there. <laughs> but I've seen it all. There's no way you've seen it all. Bonus features. <laughs> <laughs> what did Matt Grady say about this in this episode? Pop quiz. It's going to be on the test, asshole. <laughs> Does he have to watch the movie, too? Yes. Mm. In 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 that chronological order spot, it has to fit right in there, and then you go back into the new. Oh, I go down to the Universal and ride the ride. Yes, <laughs> your final test. Your final test is: Can you survive this ride this year on Fear Factor? Oh. <laughs> Travel expenses not included. Is that what replaced Back to the Future at Universal Studios? I don't know. No. But, um, when I rode the Back to the Future ride, the whole time it was like slamming my head into the side. It's like so shaky. It was cool though. Are we ready to break here, guys? I think we are, Brian. All right. Well, we're going to play the trailer for Maximum Overdrive, and we'll be back. Hi. My name is Stephen King. I've written several motion pictures, but I want to tell you about a movie called Maximum Overdrive, which is the first one I've directed. Wow. What in the dickens is going on around here? A lot of people have directed Stephen King novels and stories. And I finally decided if you want something done right, you ought to do it yourself. And who was driving it? I don't know. Curtis! It's coming after us! It was my first picture as a director. And you know something? I sort of enjoyed it. I just wanted someone to do Stephen King right. You want a war? You got one. I just want to get the hell out of here. So come and spend some time with me and my friends at the Dixie Boy. Spend some time in the dark. Please don't let me in the dark. Help me. I'm going to scare the hell out of you. That's a promise. You're going to get us in an awful lot of trouble, man. We already in trouble. Maximum terror. Ah! Jesus coming and he is. Maximum king. Maybe tomorrow will be our world again. Dino De Laurentiis presents Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive. All right, we're back. That was the trailer for Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive. A trailer that made Stephen King a liar. Wow. I wonder how much they had to bribe him to say that. I think he just coked out and been like, this is a great movie. <laughs> he saw the trailer wait, 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 10 wait, years later and wanted to do... Which part, of, which part are you guys <clears throat> referencing from the trailer? That he's, that he's, that one thing that's scary. <laughs> That this is doing Stephen King right. Yeah. That's right. You got. You want something done right? You got to do it yourself, guys. <laughs> Look at this like, turn. He, he told the truth when when he was like, "Other people have directed my novels." <laughs> <laughs> he told that. It was truthful. And then from there, it just went right downhill. The scariest part was why did they decide to light his bad eye? <laughs> they could have lit the other side. I guess they were like, you know, it'd be real creepy. <laughs> To make him, you know, look crazy. Yeah, Yeah, he totally looks crazy. I thought, yeah, it's definitely a comedy, though. Come on, come on. This this is not a horror movie, though, right? Come on, come on. Why did they pitch it that way? It's a horror comedy. That's why it had a little uh, box office take. I think. Just maybe because we're 
like violence is normal now. <laughs> Let, let's let's do that. So now it's not <laughs> as scary. Let's do the high low. What, what's the uh, what's what was the budget on this picture? Oh, uh, what was the budget? Nine million. Nine million dollars. Yeah. And <clears throat> what did it make in the theater? Eight million of that was spent on gas. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what it made worldwide. It made uh, four point seven. Well, they got five dollars from me last, you know, this week. So I'm you helping. paid five. I paid three. Really? Hey, Where'd you pay three? I got the collector's edition oh. Blu-ray. All right, you really spent the money. Oh, wow. Yeah, I want to see the cover. Yeah, it's it's not bad cover. They commissioned some nice uh, artwork. I do like the poster. Have you guys seen the poster with Stephen King like ripping out of the uh, hole of the truck, and he's like holding everybody down below like a puppet? No, no, I haven't. Because he's it sounds great. Though. He had to be on the poster, even though he's not in the movie. <laughs> no, he's in the movie. He's got that. that uh, he's, well, yeah. he's got that one little cameo in the beginning, featuring music by ACDC. Oh my gosh! All right, so let's talk about that. Yeah, man. For those about to, what is it? For those about to rock. We salute we you. We salute you. Yeah. So it's all that's ACDC. A, that's a great when they use that song where they're going down into the sewer and all that, and they and the two guys kind of have this like bromance. They're like. <laughs> How's that? How piss many water? times have you drank piss? He's like, he's like, he's like, how's that piss water taste? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sending a friend back there to you. <laughs> that <did> dialogue. That <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, the, the the walls of the sewer are wood. <laughs> Were they wood? My favorite <laughs> is when they wooden. enter the sewer. He's shining the flashlight in the sewers, like completely dark, and then he enters, and then all of a sudden, a light from behind oh, yeah, the and camera it lights up. Oh, it's just terrible. lights up the whole yeah, and thing. And it's coming and from like, the wrong direction, yeah, it too. Is, yeah. it's and, like, and, they, they, and, and he looks the other way, and it dims down, and then it comes back, and it kind of, uh, uh, there's yeah. a little bobble in yeah. it. Yeah, it's not perfect. Oh, no, it's sloppy. I mean, shit. look, that, that, that can be done really well. Uh, let's uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, when they go down. I mean, they, they do a really good one of those. Oh, yeah, with the torch. Yeah. Uh, yes. Die Hard, when he goes and he's going down, you know. Come out to the coast, we'll have a good few laughs. Yeah. Same thing there. But this one is Who really was sloppy. that? This was. Well done. <laughs> oh, the DP? Uh, who was the DP for Die Hard? Jan Devine was the DP for Die Hard. What a badass. Yeah, he is a badass, man. He is a badass. Also the director of Speed, which makes him more of a badass. Damn. Die Hard and Speed. God. Man, I didn't know that. That's great. Yeah, right? That's amazing. That's amazing. why Speed's good. Yeah. Besides Keanu Reeves. Great. And Sandra Bullock. Come yeah, on. Yeah, she's okay. And uh, what's the dude from... Uh, fucking... What's that guy's name from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off that's in that? He plays a friend. Fucking, um... No, he's Ferris not. Is, yeah. He's not in that movie. Cameron? Yeah. Cameron's, Cameron's in not in that Cameron's movie. in that movie? Yeah, he's in Speed. Yeah, he's one, what? He's, yeah, he's one of the guys in the bus. I'm telling oh, you. Oh, you know what? He's also you in Twister. Right. You okay, are right. You're right. Yep, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I forget that actor's name, though. <clears throat> I forgot about that. Who's the bad guy in Speed? Um, Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper, that's right. Yeah. The bus driver? Yeah. Can't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taller than you. <laughs> we gotta do Speed one day. Fuck. We'll get there. Please invite me back for that one. <laughs> oh, I'd much rather talk about that movie than this. Oh. Look, man, this movie. Yeah, why fun. are we talking about it? Why well, are we talking about it? Because it had to be done. You know, I guess. I do love the beginning, man. The the fucking bridge scene, the draw bridge. That is, that's fun. That is fun. You Did you just see the ACDC van? There's like that's totally right, yeah. with okay. the logo on it. It's totally yeah. freshly painted. Yeah, and it's the same thing. The same. I have the same problem with uh, with like the, um, the the Green Goblin truck. Uh, when, when he's like goes inside of it, and he checks it out to make sure there's nobody in it, and he kind of walks back down the, the the trailer, and you can like read all the stuff on the side of it. 
when they get around to the back end, you can tell it's been wrecked before, but it's like been freshly painted on top of wreck. So it doesn't really make any sense. Well, it's I think like it's, it's been like a painted. re... Yeah, I think it's been a, It's like a new truck. Yeah. Because doesn't that guy, like, when he gets out, so it's like, uh, like, oh, I thought you were going to be down in such and such. And he's like, yeah, but not, that was last week. And that's not a real truck stop, because those dudes would be making fun of that dude for that truck. Like, what the fuck are you driving, dude? I figured the truck driver <laughs> would have had a bigger role, too. Dude, like, when his scared. truck was getting messed up, he yeah, was like, he's oh, like, man, damn, my there goes my job! He's like... Yeah, he does say, "Well, he must be some kind of a hot wire artist or something." Pulls out. He his must keys. be. He also like slept with that Jack in the Box. Like his remember when he went to go check out the truck? Oh, it's just weird. It's that just Jack there. in Box. Oh yeah, that bed. is that's true. There is nothing. In, yeah, there's nothing in the back where they sleep except a Jack in the Box. That's weird. It's Why like is it oddly placed? Him? Yeah, yeah. And on the second watch, you can actually see it lit through the curtain. So when they're like pushing in on it, you can totally see it, the Jack in the Box, and then like he pulls it Oh really? It back. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't <clears> notice <throat> that. This movie, like, um, like uh, I was staring at Amelia's face, bro. Uh, he's he's, like, he's oh, real God. sexy, man. Look at that stubble. Oh man. Yeah. Why is he always sweaty? He <laughs> <laughs> was hot. He was a cook, dude. He was in the kitchen. But the, the, this movie would have helped uh, with with some more stings. Maybe that's just my modern movie thing. But like little swells on things, like that the little tension build as he was about to pull the curtain back. There's just nothing there. Yeah, oh, but screw that. Silent. He just wanted to use ACDC. Yeah, ACDC <laughs> came up with that. <laughs> yeah, there's there, there's no like suspenseful music at all. No, there's yeah. no there's no proper score. Well, like except that. for that, you know, the psycho s thing. I saw an interview. Yeah, there's him. some psycho yeah. music at the beginning. I guess it was like two years ago, and he was talking about this, and he was talking about how excited he was when they were like. Who do you want to do the music? And he, I don't remember if he said he threw it out as a joke, like ACDC. And they're like, all right. And he's like, I can really have ACDC. You can have whatever you want. He's like, really? How about cocaine? That's coming out of the sound budget. <laughs> <laughs> that comes with ACDC. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, but, the, the, the effect stuff is cool, though. Like, the, all the yeah. stunts and everything. Yeah, yeah. They, they do put their money on this screen. I thought it was this, a real kid getting run over. By a steamroller. Yeah, uh, the first time I watched it, it was like, oh, it was pretty good. But then the second time, I could see the uh, the wig isn't really fully put on the head. You can like, no, see the mannequin head. Yeah, it's a real kid. That we're, <laughs> like, we're going to do it practically. He's a real he's a real dumb kid. Like, you know, couldn't fucking roll out of the way. That's, the problem with this movie is when, when things happen, people just stand there like, what? It's like, it's like the steamroller scene from Austin Powers. Yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly. That's Especially much when that, that one guy, uh, no, the, the one guy gets backed up yeah. from the Green Goblin. Yeah. He is literally just standing there. <laughs> and he sees the truck, and he's even running in a straight line from the fucking truck. It's well, like, he has to slow down because backwards. of that fence, bro. <laughs> Remember when we did Prometheus? We decided that people in movies live in a two D world. They don't know they can go, go right and left. <laughs> you know, at least that was a goddamn spaceship that was falling from the fucking sky. I'll give, I'll give it to that. You know, that was rolling in a straight line toward rolling, her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so big. She was, was like, zag and zag. Well, also they they can't hear the trucks coming at all. Anyways, that's true. You know, they had silencers on them. You know, it was, it was the aliens gave them something. I don't know. Yeah, aliens. Aliens. Well, I thought it was a, a comet. And well, okay, you well, find out at the very end there's a title card at the I, end I of the movie. I took a screenshot of this title card because it's the most ridiculous shit I have ever fucking seen in a movie. Normally at the end of really bad movies they have a little montage where it's like, okay, now this is what happened. Oh, the, dude, I almost <laughs> thought we were going to get like a, and now Emilia Estevez's character is doing this. And it was going to like show him and his girl go off in this whatever, Haven Island. 
So it says, two days after a large UFO was destroyed in space by a Russian weather satellite, in quote, <laughs> which happened to be equipped with a laser cannon and class four nuclear missiles. Approximately six days later, the Earth passed beyond the tail of the Ray M exactly as predicted. The survivors of the Dixie Boy are still survivors. There's hope. Oh, Curtis, I'm gonna be sick on this bow now. <laughs> I... <laughs> that kid, that kid looks like a cross between the the kid from uh, the uh, the Iron Giant and Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> they they wow, had a baby. That's a pretty accurate. Thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you're so right. Some of the boy in the bike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm no, I'm talking about Curtis. Oh, you're talking about Curtis. Yeah, the boy on the bike just looks like a random bodhead kid. You can definitely can see that. Feel his uh, love for the old '50s sci-fi movies that he grew up on. Can you? Yeah. I mean, it was in color, so. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like just the the, the way the story is structured, like how. I'm it's not just... saying it's as good as those, Brian. I'm... Well, I mean, it's not just like reading that title card. I could totally see oh, that, and like, yeah, I see what you're saying. Ant Man. Alien invasion. The aliens were destroyed by a Class A nuclear weapon. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of fifties movies. Oh, you haven't? You haven't no, seen Pleasantville, bro? <laughs> get out! Get out! Just, just, just fucking leave your leave your wine. Get the fuck out. You're done. That's pretty good. <sighs> Great movie. Damn it, I liked it. I liked it too. <laughs> I thought it was like the new I liked generation. It too, but it was We're gonna put it on the podcast one day. But it is the fifties. Glenn, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. No. What? No, Gary Ross. Gary Ross. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Gary Glenn Gary Ross. <laughs> he also made the Hunger Game, man. The Hunger Games. Oh, you mean Battle Royale? Yeah. 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 We, For should, chicks. we should. We should do Battle Royale yeah. and the Hunger Games in the same month. Same episode. Same episode. Why? Yeah. So you can hear me rant. So I'd be like, "This is utter bullshit," <laughs> and I'll just be like, "Yeah, say it, brother, <laughs> preach it." How you could take someone else's idea <laughs> and make money off of it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Stealing foreign content, man. She swears she never, when she wrote the books, never heard of Battle Royale. That's insane. That's bullshit, man. <laughs> if if she hadn't heard of that, then it, she at least saw that. What's that Rickard Howard movie? Uh, Deadlock. Yeah. Where they're wearing the fucking the collars. collars. Yeah. Somebody saw something. That's all I'm saying. Have uh, you seen any of these movies? I have not seen any of these movies. You need to watch Battle Royale. Battle Royale is good. She also claims to have never read Running Man either. Or saw the movie. That's fucking. What did she. She, she fucking. Was living in a closet? <laughs> grew up on a ranch in fucking Montana? <laughs> in the middle of fucking nowhere? <laughs> no, it's just convenient that all the like, movies that you're like, could you have stolen that from? No. I didn't see a car until I was fucking 25. <laughs> You're like Brooks from fucking Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> the whole world's gone up and got itself in a great big hurry. <laughs> uh, I miss Frank Darabont. Well, Please man, come back. Please come back and fix this fucking movie. <laughs> oh. You know what? I, I was noticing like, um, when we were doing the... Um, the Stand By Me podcast. Mm-hmm. Stephen King was very complimentary of that film. It's because this that movie came out the same year as this, and he was like, "Oh, you know what? That is a good movie. <laughs> well, it is a good movie." He's like, "That's the best one. Holy shit, that's amazing! Look at that. His actors—they're saying lines correctly. They, it almost looks like they like they're really there. Like they're they're characters. 
I did like how they said the name of the movie in the movie. <laughs> I love when movies do that. It completely yeah. takes me out of it. I'm just like, it's ah, like don't do that. That's why it's like, ah, oh, they did it. That's why, sir, we have a clear and present danger. <laughs> oh, no, that's badass, though. Come on. Harrison Ford is allowed to do it. Harrison Ford's allowed to do it, Jerry. But when the whole world goes into maximum overdrive, I don't know. I think the whole world's going into... Maximum Overdrive. It was like there was like a pause. Yeah, there was a like, pause. It was like, get like, ready. I'm about to say the title. <laughs> well, that's because they were like, we're gonna put a we're gonna put a music cue right here. So yeah. just give us a beat, you know. So we're gonna have a dun dun dun. You know, the whole the whole theater went oh. <laughs> they did it. It's the movie. Everybody just stood up. We salute you. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh Donald Trump's second wife uh, is the uh, blonde girl. The blonde girl. Who's the blonde girl? Getting Remind attacked me. by watermelons during the drawbridge. Oh, okay. In the beginning, I thought she was one of the trucks. <laughs> no, uh, one of the one of the Trumps. <laughs> oh, 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 that's right, the trunks. Um, she was the same. Marla Maples. It, it, in that scene, which. I, I really like that scene. The, the first time I saw that scene, it was a little. I thought it was playing a little slow. The drawbridge scene. The drawbridge scene. I mean, you know, it was just kind of. And, but I was just thinking maybe well, that's the whole movie's a little slow. It's a little, pa- you know, not paced properly. Um, but I, the, something I found really interesting upon the second viewing was when the watermelon truck flips. There's a whole layer of like straw underneath the watermelons to keep them from bruising each other. That was really kind of a good touch. <laughs> no, it, that's just how they actually do it. I was like, wow, the realism. Never thought about that. I like when that one guy gets out of the car though, and like just he's like slipping on all of them. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's so weird. Good. It's kind of like it's kind of like doing blood and guts without having to have blood and guts. There's like you know busted watermelons everywhere. It's kind of yeah, 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 kind of gnarly in a way. Well, MPAA got a hold of this movie and cut a lot of the gore out. Oh, really? Yeah. Supposedly, there's a, uh, a scene, this uh, version of the steamroller death, where oh, like nice. when the kid gets run over, like it explodes with blood and yeah, all that stuff got cut out. There was a bunch of good people getting crushed here in this bridge sequence. Got cut out as well. Moving hey, on. Brian, what was your favorite kill? Favorite death scene? Uh, <laughs> probably the Bible salesman. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Just because really? he gets get him getting like really poorly slapped into a, know, over a over a fence and into a bog. But yeah, but his shoes are left behind, and that's I think that's hysterical. <sighs> he didn't get that hit that hard. I, well, that's why it's so funny. That's like a good bad moment, right? Come on, you're giving me. You could like have at least eyes. said the soda cans. You well, know he reused so that in Tommyknockers. The soda machine? Either that or he stole it from Tommyknockers. The the best part of that soda machine is like. Uh, but in co- Tommyknockers, they float. Oh, that's awesome! Uh, so the coach like. Great game, everybody! I'm going to get everybody sodas, and he goes over there, and then but you're still hearing the kids, like in the background, kind of still setting the scenes. This is really poorly, you know, like shot, single shot thing, and there's like kids yeah, like, "Hey, man, you're going to help me clean all this up?" And then, then, the, then the machine's like, oh, like, "The background it, dialogue was yeah. hysterical." Well, the kids like. Ugh. Oh no, sodas! <laughs> it was just like that. <laughs> yeah. and oh, like, it's like I'm gonna no get y'all sodas. sodas, and like it's like, poor, yeah, it's so poor. It's just like I love soda. And <laughs> <laughs> when the first can flies out and hits the dude in the head, all he had to do was well, no, roll. The right. first one hits him in the balls, right? That's right. He goes, oh, yeah. and he falls down. And he just stays there. Especially you can, if you get hit more than w- twice. Dude, just roll out of the way. Dude, he yeah, hit, but he really he wanted the those nuts, sodas. Man. And, yeah, he wanted yeah. the sodas. The he kids was, would have been pissed. He was like, look, this is just a machine 
malfunction. It's going to happen this one time. So when when they show where the where the cans come out, you can see the damn like air cannon they have in there yeah, shooting them can. out, and they're kind of shaking. But for some reason, at the very end, when That's it cuts aimed. back to, to its POV, where it, where the machine goes, "Fuck yeah, run, bitch," uh, you know, it's they're gone, out of there, which is weird. It's like, oh, those didn't exist. You never you never saw those. Budget man, budget terrible. Nobody noticed. I dude. did it like was the eighties, man. You know, yeah. And that dude took a few hits. Well, I like I did like his like dying blow of the entire red circle oh, yeah, on man. his forehead. It's that like, was so over the top. Like one like, fucking soda can. Yeah. Like right, goddamn. Right at the, the temple. It's in the temple. Have you seen the movie Idle Hands where Seth, where Seth Green gets a bottle jammed into his head and then the rest of the movie he's like got the bottle with a little bit of liquid in it? <laughs> Did a dispenser what? do it? <laughs> yeah. A no. wine bottle's no, dispenser? No, uh, it's Devin Sawa. Uh, you know, his hand's possessed by the demon yeah, and he yeah. picks up the bottle and he jams it into his head and he gets like, you know, it's kind of like a uh, I think it's kind of like American Werewolf in, in London, uh, where you know, the, oh the, the yeah, he can see his people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. yeah. I, I haven't seen that movie in a while. Yeah, it's been, I don't it's, know. It's been a hot minute. Idle Hands. That was an error, bro. The Devil's Playground, you know. I would say one of my highlights. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying? Uh, I was saying, well, like one of my highlights of highlight moment would be when they're all waking up near the end of the movie. And that drunk guy just opens both doors and shatters, shatters the glass, glass inside. He's, He's like, like what the hell's going on? on? And then his epic death ten minutes later by the machine gun. He's just like, because I don't remember that character at all until that scene. I know, right? He's so been asleep like, the whole time. He's been drunk. He's, just, he's like, I woke up and then I died. But like, I, I seriously had no idea who he was until he showed up. I was like, I don't remember seeing that. Well, the guy at the end that uh, takes the uh, the diamond ring. I, yeah. I was like, who the fuck is that? Am I supposed to know who the fuck that guy is? He's ever seen got cut. <laughs> like, well, I, where was he? And the truck's the just there, ready yeah. to pounce. Oh, yeah. And why did they blow up the truck? Like, what was it going to do? Run off the dock? Well, first of all, they couldn't untie the dang sailor knots. They had to cut it with a knife. I know, oh, no, okay. That was, right, like, right, it was just a cool right. callback because she's like, she's always carrying. Girls got to have protection. Oh, okay, so the boat was tied up. Yeah. So okay, I guess the truck was gonna like run the boat over. All right, all right, okay. That but still, it, 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 I thought it was hilarious how they couldn't untie those ropes. They had to cut them free. And you're like, it, you can literally see it's just a zigzag. You ever tried to untie a battle rope? <laughs> Man, yeah. Like a shoe knot. <laughs> yeah, it's just a shoe knot. We don't make our knots to be untied now. We gotta bring yeah, okay. this razor blade back. <laughs> you said earlier you had an idea. Yeah, I do. Is it time to bring that up? <laughs> it was kind of part of my wrap-up. <laughs> oh. Well, let's see where Brian's at on his notes. What was up with that uh, that military vehicle? The the one with the, with the really wobbly like post with the gun on it, like wah, 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 leaning back and forth. I paused. It used to be. Yeah, I paused and, and looked at that thing very clearly. There's one no guy... fucking gas or brake pedal. <laughs> It's a steering wheel, and there's a little basket underneath it, but there's no fucking pedals. What the fuck is that? You just say, go! Is <laughs> this supposed to be like a Flintstones uh, thing? You're just like, hang, hang your legs up. Maybe it's in, the one man. you did with your hand. It's, a, it's it's steering wheel column driven, sir. It's got paddle shifters on it. Zero and, turn. Uh, yeah. It just kind of goes. You, you lean the stick forward to go, <laughs> and then you turn wheels, and you lean back to stop, and hope did, that the fucker behind you don't shoot you in the head. I did like how the kid, when that, that vehicle with the machine gun starts honking its horn, he's like, that's Morris. 
He like didn't even have to finish Morse code. He's just uh, like, that's Morse. Oh, that's Morse. I was a member of the Boy Scouts. Yeah, because I just got that merit badge. Ain't that some shit? The only reason I'm in this movie is to figure that shit out. Give me a pen. I, that is accurate. Yeah. <laughs> I did like how that like his dad's dead, and he like cried for like ten seconds. He's like, like, oh my like, god, well, I guess I gotta go to the dead. cell. Oh, I know Morse code. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he got really comforted yeah. by the cook, man. He did. Didn't you see that? Hey, man, he has he to find a new family, so he's gonna have to be real sweet. <laughs> you know what I mean? I need someone to take care of me. Well, yes, the married like, couple would hey, do it. Come here and hug it out. Just hug it out, brother. Although I did like, uh, let me give me a machine gun. <laughs> his his dad gets like uh, squirted with like gas in his eyes or diesel. Yeah, in his yeah eyes. real yeah. black diesel for some reason. His close up when they're telling him not to go. That's terrible. Yeah, that- I loved it, man. I it's, li- it's kind of like it's kind of like when you're watching Ren and Stimpy, and the closer they get, the more ridiculous and detailed it is. You yeah, know what I'm I talking about? It. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so like, but so it's 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 a close up that does not match the other shot at all. That's why I didn't really dig it. I like that though. They they break into those like really bizarre like wide angle like uh, close ups that yeah, are really tight. It's completely an differently lit. He's got he's got yeah. way more shit running out of his eyes, and they cuts immediately back. Look, dude, this movie needs some fucking stylization. Okay, I I'm mean, just saying it's something more than just fucking paint. It's like like a Ren and Stimpy episode. <laughs> <laughs> they, they cut in and it looks like that. It was cool. It come was cool. On. All right. Come All right. on. Come on. All it right. was something. It All was right. They used, they used a silver-sided shiny board <laughs> to bounce too much light into his eyes. He had makeup in his eyes, dude. Look, you see that like fucking red shit. It looked more like it was you ever blood. get you ever get like uh, suntan lotion in your eyes or uh, you know uh, bug spray. It looked about like that. Yeah, suntan lotion in the eyes is terrible. Well, I don't know, man. Did you see that diesel? That was, that stuff was like it was black, black diesel. Yeah. I mean, I don't put diesel in my car, but, you know. It's not black. Yeah, I don't expect it to be black. <laughs> Doesn't look like motor oil. <laughs> got some dirt mixed in with her, uh, her, her gas here. Got that That's dirt what thing. it looked like before the EPA got, got involved. Before? <laughs> Shit. I was smoking the Bandit diesel. <laughs> that era. It's a good old <laughs> high-octane high octane diesel. diesel. He's bounded down. In the end, uh, truck stop, uh, the the Dixie Boy being exploded. That is a uh, that's pretty amazing. And the, it was a model. Um, so I thought no, about that's that. not a model. I, I thought they did model work at the end. I thought they were doing model work throughout the movie because well, I mean, not nope. the whole time. I thought it was really? all stop motion. <laughs> No, clay motion, Emilio Estevez. There is a bit of stop motion in the movie. It's that you fucking. Tell me that's not a model at the end. The the hand turning. No, they they yeah they have uh, the set. They have the uh, behind the scenes of them blowing it up. Wow. Yeah. No, that they built that. Wow. They blew all that up. Oh, even the truck stuff going around at the end. That's actual real stunts. That's a thing that you do on a low budget film. Is what we're learning is that. If you make your last scene where you blow it up, then you don't really have to like take it all down. Definitely not it, coming back for reshoots. Yeah, it's like the rule: if you build it, blow it up. It's like just in case, blow that motherfucker up. Uh, we got the film right. Yeah. Um, well, shit, dude, the dynamite probably costs as much as the labor. I know, but it's fucking cool taking it down. Right? It's like fuck this movie. <laughs> Yo, it's like you, you always have the ending of use the explosion. Yeah, I mean, wait. We did blow it up. Apocalypse Now still hasn't used that ending. They're, they're breaking the, the rule. Hey, there's going to be a fourth cut. There will be, man. When money runs out. That's right, dude. Yep. Got to get that winyard. <laughs> when his wife's like, you need to make another movie, drinks. he's like, when, no, fourth cut. <laughs> when, when, when Coppola dies, one of his kids will find that footage and release it as the, you know, as the definitive cut. That, you know, Dad was always working on this when he was in the winyard. 
the six hour. He used to help. He used he to help Sophia. Sophia make that can wine. That he was used good to wine. always complain <laughs> <laughs> when her film career didn't really work out. Her and Bill Murray sit around and drink that can wine. It's real good. And they would complain today about how he he always wanted this explosion in the movie. You guys are getting me to fuck uh, fucking spill shit over here. Oh, guys, are we at the uh, we're at the end here? I think so. I think we've gone into the rambling stage. All right, guys, let's give the rating: one truck or ten Ferrari because of the Italians. Oh, oh, I like that. Hey. You can cut that out. No, no. It stays. Yeah. <laughs> One to ten, guys. Come on. Benson, what's your rating? I didn't rewatch it, so I'm not sure. Wait, you didn't rewatch what? it? I told you that. I didn't get a chance to rewatch it. You didn't it. tell me that. Read your text. Oh. I didn't rewatch it either. Well, you didn't tell me. You texted me then. Well, read it. <sighs> you didn't watch it either? <laughs> this is all from Wikipedia, man. <laughs> but from memory, I would say like three. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Wowzers. Too high? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right, Jack. I'm going to give this movie a six. Wow. Okay. Explain. Yeah. Somebody's got low standards. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, if, five is, if five is like good, you know, then... Dead mediocre, right? That's dead mediocre, right? Yeah, right. Then six is pretty good. And I think this movie is like fun. I don't think it, it overstays its welcome. But the reason I think I give it a six is because I'd like for Stephen King to remake this movie. He said he'd never direct another movie, but I think he get a, could get away with it if he directed this movie. Have you seen the TV version <laughs> of The Stand or The Shining? No. Did he direct those? No, but he was heavily involved in both of those. I'm talking about directing. So you get the producers of It, and you let him to direct this as his final opus. He's like, look... We just didn't have, we just didn't have the technology back then to do what we could do now. What? Can you imagine this movie today with today's like technology, and with the visionary eye of Stephen Probably King? More gory. <laughs> Look, either Stephen King or fucking Tim Burton. One of the two's got to do this movie. What? Why Tim Burton? What the fuck? I don't know, man. I'm just throwing <laughs> shit out there. <laughs> Michael Bay. Michael Bay brings back maximum. Dude, come on. That would be amazing. I don't know. Throwing it out there, Michael Bay. Come on. Mix it with Transformer Six. <laughs> dude, they don't even need to transform. They just murder motherfuckers, dude. It's like if the Autobots are just, you know, they they've gone insane. And speaking of Devin Sewa, this movie kind of feels like Final Destination at times. So it's already kind of been redone in a way. But imagine, imagine the death scenes of Final Destination, okay, with Stephen Kingy shit. You know, come on, man. It could be pretty badass. Yeah. All right, if you remade it, would you keep it to just trucks, like the short story, or would you do like all machines? I'd, I'd have to make it all machines. Damn. Because you so know this it. was the big idea. We had to wait. Write that down. No, I just wanted to say that. Fuck you. Fuck you, Jeremy. <laughs> like, what's your idea? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> iPhones. <laughs> They yeah, shared all my aliens. pictures. <laughs> yeah, for some. Oh, and we didn't bring up. We didn't bring up the uh, the I'm guy like in the pimps. arcade who, like, you know, the arcade machine, like the pinball machine breaks, and he's like, "Fuck your mama!" And what the fuck did he say? Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand he's how like, he fuck died. Your mother. Well, okay, so he turns over to the uh, to the arcade machine, and it's like doing this weird, like trippy, like you know, shapes and shit. And he gets right? hypnotized by it, and, and it's like, "Touch me!" And he puts his hand out, but he's and, touching and he gets the wood. Like, he gets nineteen eighties shocked. 
like in all the Star Trek episodes and all that shit. But he's you know, touching wood. It's wood. Bro. Wood's a conductor with this type of like you know. It was it was yellow sparks. It wasn't yeah, it was blue. Aimed or red. at him. Yeah, oh. it was like passed through. Fucking U.S. It's UFO like fucking Look, energy. That's or what something. you get for okay. stealing. In real life, you wouldn't. <laughs> It's moral energy. Yeah. In real life, you wouldn't actually see the energy pass through, but they had to lay those yellow overlays so we could understand what was going on. Because they're like, oh, why is he convulsing? Oh, he's an epileptic. No, he's not an epileptic. We have to put the, the bolts in there so we can really understand what's happening. In I do scene. like when they do that. It always just, like, scans the face. Yeah. Like, it cuts to a close-up, and they're like, all right, run a bolt over his face. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, sir. What is right, your... Yeah. Uh, I would probably give this movie... A four. Respectable. Why? Uh, because I feel like this movie would be you come home from like clubbing all night and you just put on Netflix and you watch it like three in the morning. Then it would be good. I wish it was on Netflix. But uh, it's on Amazon. And for iTunes. five dollars. You need that stars package, brother. <laughs> <laughs> they need all the money they can get from this movie. So. <laughs> but yeah, a four. Okay, good. And Brian. Uh, I'm going to give it a five. Okay. Yeah. Good. It's mediocre. Three, four, five. Yeah. It's got some really good special effects stuff. And I do like the model of the bridge, even though you can see the boat, like, destroy the illusion. You watch the boat go under the drawbridge, it yeah. disappears uh, into the mat. Or into the model, I guess. Damn it, really? Yeah, because they oh, built man, the model. I want to rewatch it now. Yeah. Watch the whole movie again. <laughs> they built the model, like, right in front of the, uh, the actual drawbridge get the perspective and everything oh really yeah that's kind of cool yeah the whole right, movie's man. ruined now yeah. <laughs> he's lowering the score it's down to a 10 yeah. <laughs> is it too late no come on come on the stats are fucking amazing man yeah. best movie you've seen all year Jeremy I haven't even I seen Endgame I didn't watch it that's probably why it's the best movie I know that's year, what I'm yeah. saying it's the best yeah. one you've seen all year alright guys so that's going to do it for us tonight. You've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew. Crew spelled C-R-E-W-E. That's right. Extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. And uh, rate and review us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcast. And Benson, where can they follow you? At J. Edward Benson. And Jared, where can they follow you, good man? You can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate and on Twitter at Jared B. Callen. All right, Nate, where can they follow you, good man? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Nate underscore audio. And you can hear my sexy voice for about three seconds on my podcast called You Could See Me in the Dark. That's right. Ghost stories. Ghost stories. Halloween's yeah. coming up, guys. Ooh, spooky. It's time to get creepy. That's right. Oh, I fucking love this time of year, man. Yeah, it's my Pumpkin favorite time of year. Strong, Fuck yeah. you, guys. Fuck you hot weather, you're gone. This is Halloween, Halloween. Yes. <laughs> and of course, we're going to be closing out the show with a little bit of the soundtrack like we do every night. We're going to be doing ACDC's Who Made Who. Because it was the only one written for this fucking movie. <laughs> Everything else was repurposed. Yeah. Still very cool, though. Enjoy. Enjoy.